what he has done in 2020. It's good to see you all. We also have a great uh, turnout with our online family. Uh, there's a lot of names that are showing up that's watching here at our 1045 service, a few of them, the Bar family. Uh, we love you, Bars. Uh, Heather Tacoris, we love uh, your entire family. Philip Evans, Carrie Toby, Arizona. Uh, love to the Toby family, Jake Hoffman, Lauren Martin, my mama, Lois Pelkey in Canada. Putting the pressure on me. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love you, Mom. Uh, but sorry, Sai, would you welcome all of our online family that is joining us today? <laughs> Seeing my mom's name uh, come on the screen, it reminds me of a lot of mother jokes, but I'm reminded of the one joke where the mom is reading bedtime scriptures to her son, and she's reading the scripture where it says he is, he is mindful, he is mindful that we are but dust, and the little boy asked the question, what is butt dust? <laughs> that's not funny. That's, 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 that really isn't funny. Um, we'll cut that out later. Um, wanted to give you some good news. Our kids expansion, the student expansion, it is so close. Uh, the carpet, carpet is being installed tomorrow. Uh, doors are going up. Uh, the uh, trim around uh, the edges and floors, and that's in the next week or two. So it looks like uh, here in the next few weeks we'll be calling for a partial inspection on half of it, uh, and then all of it, it looks like middle of February to end of February. So we are close, and I can't wait. I think it's going to be such a game changer for our kids, our students, our college age, our internship program. How many knows there's a lot of kids and students that still need Jesus? Uh, and I believe it's going to be a game changer. Uh, not only for our church, but also, I believe, for our community. Uh, and so I'm excited for that project to come to completion. I, I want to talk to you today on the subject, and I'm not sure if I'm going to land here just today or maybe for two or three weeks. I'm not sure. But a couple of weeks ago, Anthony, I was just having morning prayer and worship, and the song was playing, and, and the word was used middle. And I was just drawn to the word, and then now the last few weeks, I feel like everywhere I turn, I'm hearing or seeing the word middle. And so it necessarily wasn't even where I thought we would go in January, but I want to be sensitive to the spirit. I want to be sensitive to the season we're in, and I really feel like God wants us uh, to hear uh, this word, this message today, and so I'm asking even in the next 20 or 30 minutes in the room and online that you'd lean in, that you would ask God, let me hear this message about the middle, uh, let me believe that it applies to my life, and uh, that this is, this is more than just a half an hour uh, out of your week, this is really going to be a life-giving kind of moment for you. Uh, how many wants uh, God's Word to speak to you today? You want to block out all distractions? You want God's Word uh, to speak to you today? I know that individually many of you would tell me you have problems. I feel like every time I pick my phone up, every time I get a message, someone could be telling me a problem, uh, whether or not it's, it's you know your business, your company, whether or not it's a relationship, definitely nationally. You know, I feel like I get messages and comments and forwards and Pastor Micah, watch this. And I was reminded 
I was reminded of, of the joke about the guy that went into the furniture store and he's looking at the furniture, he's looking at, at the sofas and the salesman at the furniture store tells the man, he said, this sofa will seat four to five people uh, without any problems. And the man told the salesperson, said, where am I going to find four or five people without any problems? <laughs> it's not funny. But that's how I would feel coming out of 2020 and going into 2021. <laughs> where am I going to find four or five people without any problems? I think if you look on social media, if you turn on the news, Probably if you look down your road today, somebody's going to have something they're struggling with and they need Jesus. And I believe that our county, our region, our state, our nation, I believe we need Jesus more than ever. So I want to talk to you today on the subject, the middle of the valley. The middle of the valley. Can we say that together? The middle of the valley. You know, when you look at the start of something, a lot of times the start will get a lot of the celebration. Uh, you know, people could start a business and we're going to invite mayors or we're going to invite friends and we're going to cut the ribbon. It's a lot of celebration. On the tail end, you could get people that, you know, you've been here 25 years or you've accomplished and we're going to give them a watch or a pen or you know, there's different moments where you get a lot of celebration. I don't know that I've ever been invited. Uh, you know, we want to celebrate someone at a job. They've been here seven years, 11 months, four days. Uh, we would like you to come, Pastor Micah. We're just, we're going to have a big party. A lot of times the middle, the middle, the middle, a lot of times the middle really doesn't get much attention. You get this side of it and you get this side of it but in the middle, not as much. I, I, don't, I definitely don't want to sound morbid, but I, I think even in funerals, I've spoke at hundreds of funerals over the years. And whether or not it's a funeral, an obituary, a tombstone, you're pretty much going to be told a lot of times the start, the end, the middle's like a, a line and, and we really don't have any idea everything that went into that line or that, that dash. I think in a calendar year, I think in a calendar year, it seems like January, words of the year, some people have resolutions. You know, I have friends that are trainers, and they will talk about how they make the majority of their annual money in that first quarter, where everyone's like, train me, teach me, I want to work out, I... And then the end of the year, there's parties a lot of times or celebrations. People can't wait to turn the page. In the middle, sometimes not only does the middle not get attention, sometimes the middle gets a bad rep or a bad rap sometimes. Sometimes the middle, not always, but, but a lot of times, the middle actually builds itself a bad reputation. When you look at the middle, I also think the middle can be viewed as difficult. Difficult. How, how, many of you, how many of you in the room, in the chat, you could let me know as well online, but how many of you are the middle child? Middle child. 
You know, sometimes people will say middle children get the majority of all prayers. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but just moving on. Um, sometimes, sometimes maybe you could be you could be doing something and the phone ring, the phone ring, and you not even answer the phone because you tell your own self. You look down, you see who it is. Oh, it's Pastor Micah. You don't answer, I'm just kidding, you don't answer, but you would tell yourself, I'm in the middle, the middle, the middle, I'm in the middle of something, right? You don't even answer, because you justify it by saying, I'm in the middle of something. If you look at legitimate studies and statistics, you would find that there are articles, there are studies that say, those of you that are in management or business leadership, maybe even own a company, but there are studies that say that profitability takes a hit at midday on. So they would write things like ego depletion. Sometimes people believe it's that break, that eating, sunshine walk. People's like, oh, I wish I didn't have to go back to work. That there's something about something about midday. I simply want you to see, simply want you to see today as we go into our scripture that the middle, even subconsciously for some of you, the middle could be viewed as a negative. The middle could be viewed through the lens of even being bad. When you look at the word middle, we actually come up with a term for the middle of the week. They will actually, you, you could look at Merriam-Webster or other dictionaries and you would find that there is a day that they call that day the hump day. and the definition of that day, and I'm just quoting, if you were to look it up, you'll see the definition would say that this hump day is perhaps the most difficult day of the week. They would call it, they would call it the hump day. Maybe other people, maybe other people have heard this term before, middle age. Have you ever heard that term before? Middle age. They say that middle age is when you finally get your head together but the rest of your body's falling apart. Huh. They say that in middle age, even your fashion changes. You start just wearing whatever fits. Huh. <laughs> but on a serious note, even pastoring... Sometimes when people struggle in that time frame of their life, they, they may do something erratic or extreme, and people will often say, I wonder if they are having a mid-life... Have you ever heard that before? In other words, they could chalk up some of your decisions and choices to the middle. Maybe for someone... I heard it just the other day, you know, sometimes when you start studying for a sermon, for a message, it's almost like when you buy a car, you buy a car and then all of a sudden you notice all those other cars on the highway, like, wow, I didn't realize there was that many people driving this vehicle. That's how it is when you study a sermon, when God puts something in your heart, a lot of times in conversations and posts, you just start seeing people saying certain things. Just last night, I'm seeing Zach, you know, post online about mid-age and, you know, mid-life and, and I hear these things all the time. Just the other day, one of, a, one of the business leaders in our church 
was talking about in their company, they're trying to cut out the middle man. We're trying to cut out the middle. In other words, we'll make more money if we can cut out the middle man. I think if we had time today, we could talk a lot about how the middle really does get a bad reputation. If you studied schooling, and I wouldn't have time to go through the pages of information that our team collaborated and came up with, but, but just a few things that Pastor Desiree, there was so much information, but, but she sent me some studies and stats just on middle school. Middle school. In that season of a child's life, they're becoming a little less coordinated as their height and weight change quickly, and so if you see them run or move, they, they have all, almost a unique style to that movement. They experience peer pressure to be like others. They have experiences with bullying and cyberbullying. They become introspective and moody and need more privacy, and the list went on of what our children could face in middle school. Maybe, maybe you've had some dramatic people in your school or on your job. Maybe they're even in your family. I'll give you a chance, because sometimes I know those people can just get under your skin. I'm going to give you a chance to raise your hand. How many of you know someone dramatic that you're like, you blow things way out of proportion? It just feels good even thinking about it, don't it? Like, absolutely. They're sitting beside me. I'm just kidding. But if that person is on your job or they're in your school, maybe, maybe you have told your own self. You could, you could walk down the hallway. You walk into the lunchroom. You could see them. You know they're there. You know, family reunions, Thanksgiving, Christmases, whatever. You know that person's going to be there. And before you ever arrive, you're already telling yourself, I don't want to get pulled into the middle of your drama, right? Because you know in the middle of that, it's never good in the middle. When you look at the word middle, I hope you don't do this, but even on your own hand, The middle finger. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you, trying to show you how you probably don't even realize it. I don't know that a couple of weeks ago in that morning prayer time, I realized that that how the middle can often, how the middle can often get this reputation. It's just a bad thing. It's a bad place. You, you don't you don't want to get stuck in the middle. I could not even. I could not even give you a number of the amount of times in the last 10 or 11 months that I have heard people say, we are in the middle of a pandemic. The middle. Very uncertain for some. And so the automatic terminology or verbiage that's going to be used is we're in the middle. We're in the middle. For others, if you've ever got lost, if you ever took a wrong turn, I know most are thinking that's mainly men, so let's, but, but if, you, if you get stuck 
Sometimes you would say, I feel like I'm in the middle of middle of nowhere. We have had people that preached here at our Storyside Belleville location that have come in from whether or not it's, you know, large cities or different places, and, and they have come to preach here, and they will often say, Micah, your church is in the middle of nowhere. In our time together today, I would submit to you that the middle is not just something that has a negative connotation in the natural. But I would submit to you today that the middle, the middle can be a season, it can be a situation that can affect you spiritually. I would go so far as to say that I think the church, the body of Christ, is in a moment that could be considered the middle right now. And I would tell you that I believe the middle can truly test your faith. Not going to ask for a show of hands, but I believe the season we're in right now, I believe the middle could test your faith. We, we have a moment in the scripture where you repent where you accept Jesus. And the Bible says, so we're talking about the start and the finish. The Bible says that when you repent, when you accept Jesus, when you make that move towards God, all of heaven rejoices. What an amazing moment when someone says, I want to follow Jesus. And then we have the end of the story where many of us hold on to the promises of God. He'll have the final say that, that God is King of kings and Lord of lords. But I think Jesus, I think 1 Peter 1, I think Hebrews 10.39, all of these verses would encourage us that while we have a start and while we have a finish, you need to make sure that you endure. You need to make sure that you stick with your first love while you are in the, the middle. Jesus said those who endure, endure, endure to the end. I've heard it said, that when you feel like quitting, remember why you started. In other words, you could start something. You could start something. It's like, like the letter to the church in Galatia. He tells the church in Galatia, you were doing so good. You started well. You were doing so good. Who did hinder you? In other words, you can start, but then once you get in the middle all of these things can begin to happen that could derail you or sidetrack you. I would ask, would ask you, what are you in the middle of today? If I was to come down, we were just to have a conversation chair to chair, person to person. What are you in the middle of today? I know we talk about the middle naturally, but spiritually, what are you in the middle of? Are you in the middle of grief? Are you in the middle of those anxieties and worries and stresses trying to take your eyes off of God? Are you like Peter seeing the wind or the waves? What are you in the middle of today? You and I we'll never see the end if we give up in the middle. 
And so today, in the middle, you know, there's some people that I think if they were honest right now, if they were truthful, they would say, I don't know that I even want to get ready and get dressed and go to church right now. I'm so frustrated, Pastor Micah. I know people don't want to admit it, but if you were honest, you know, I've said for years, like, tell the truth, shame the devil. I think some people, if they were honest, would say, I don't want to be online. I don't want to be in the room. I'm so frustrated. I think other people can go through the middle of not just not 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 just the fears and anxieties and stresses but you could go through the middle it's you know it's amazing sometimes how when you get married and there's dates and roses and open doors and flowers and I love you and I love you more but then all of a sudden you get to the middle if we if we were to go instance after instance after instance the middle has taken a lot of people out in life Well, what I'm talking to you about today is much more important than just a business or ribbon cutting or what I'm talking to you about is your spirituality today, your soul, how vital it is that you guard yourself right now, story side right now when you are in the, you're in the middle Ezekiel chapter 37 is the verses I would like us to read today. The prophet who is speaking here, I just want to give you the context of where Israel's at. Israel, and I'm quoting, in this moment, they would be considered dead as a nation. It's not my words. That's copy and paste. If you just look at the timeline of what I'm going to read you, they're considered dead as a nation, deprived of her land, her king, deprived of her temple, divided, dispersed, struggling to have any unification and restoration. They feel forgotten, it seems defeated. And in the middle of all of that, we are told of a vision in a valley. In these final few minutes, that's what I want to read to you today, is this vision that shows up in a valley. Ezekiel 37, verse 1 to 5, and then verse 7, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle. Everyone say the middle. He set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me around among them, and behold, there were very many. And behold, I want you to notice that word behold two times. There's very many, and they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, O Gaddis family, O Henry family, O Johnson family, Oh, Tress family, oh, Neff family, oh, Debbie, oh, Tammy, oh, Sandy. We had time to go. Is that you, Mike and Amy? Are you guys there? If, if we had time to go, just row to row to row to row. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Did I just hear your voice, Patsy? See, that's what happens when you've been in a place for a long time. (laughs) I love you, Patsy. 
hear the word of the Lord. Here's the reality, Brian. We often can hear everything, but we get so caught up in what everyone else is saying. He said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you. You shall live. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. Here's what I want you to see in this passage. I want you to see that it was a valley, which you read with me. It's a very low point. I want you to see that he was brought to the middle. The King James Version would say he set me in the midst. I want you to notice that there was very many. So it's not, it's not just that there's a couple. I want you to see how it seems like the odds are stacked against him. That's what I want you to see. I want you to see that everywhere he looked, if you would, Craig, there's bones. I want you to see that there's very many. I want you to see that they're very dry. They're very dry. That they're scattered. They're separated. That there's some type, if you would, of like a, a division or being apart. I would like you to notice that they're unburied. They're unburied. If you would, they're, they're exposed to the elements. And it would sure seem like time has taken a toll. As we take this story and apply it to our own lives, have you ever felt like you were in the middle of a valley? Have you ever felt like you experienced a dry place? And maybe some of you today would be honest enough to admit you're in a dry place right now. I have called more people by name in my prayer time preparing for this message than maybe any message I've ever preached, for real. The last couple of weeks from that morning when this settled in my spirit, the word middle, I have called some leaders names in prayer. I, As late as last night, I am literally last night, I was going to watch the, the football game, and I decided to turn the TV off. I, I, I went probably two or three more hours and was going over my notes full intention of doing the other, but just was calling different names in prayer, and I could not get away from the word dry. Dry. I began to think about people. You know, when, you know I talk about when you're in an area for a long, long time. We're coming up on 18 years in March of, of planting and, and then pastoring this church and, and, how, and how we've gone from one location to, to four locations and and so you meet a lot of people, whether it's internship programs or dream teams. I just began to think last night of how many people that I could, just, just coming to mind, but that I could reminisce and remember when they were so on fire for God. Begin to think last night and called some names in prayer of people that they were so excited to invite people to church. I, I don't even know why, but I was thinking about years back when we used to, to have a dance team, and, and we don't do that now, but they'd sing, Now Behold the Lamb, 8, 10, 12 years ago. For whatever reason last night, I'm, ju I'm just thinking about interns and leaders and people that I thought for sure. But right now, if we were to be honest, I think they're in a dry place. And maybe today... Maybe today I would never ask for a show of hands, but maybe you would say, Pastor Micah, I know that I am not as on fire, passionate, 
excited about God. It's what I once was. You see, you're not the only one that would feel that way. The Bible is full of people that need it. Our word of the year is comeback. The Bible is full of people that needed to make a comeback. You know, you could go from Peter saying, I I will never leave you. I will follow you, Jesus. And then before you know it, there's cussing, there's denying, there's going back to a boat, right? You you could have David who's a man after God's own heart, but then he ends up on the ground all messed up, failure, sin, saying, I need you to create again and watch this word. I need you to restore, restore, restore unto me. If you're feeling like I'm not where I once was, you're not alone. The Bible is full of stories like that. You and I will go through seasons in the middle where you and I need to be reignited, restored, refreshed, renewed. And if you're dry today, I'm asking you, open up your heart. We sang it earlier. I open up my heart. I want you to have your way in my life. If you're dry, I'm asking you today, ask God to let his spirit, his breath, bring life back to you, even in the middle, the middle, the middle of what you're going through. So we close today. He says, you know, you notice that two times in the verse, behold, 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 behold. He said, "I I want you to look. I want you to look at it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. Someone just the other day called me, a national leader. They called me and they're like, Pastor Micah, I've not heard this new number. Pastor Micah, we would like you to help. We would like you to coach right now. 200 churches a week are closing. The majority of them are being bought up by mosque, and we would like it up. I don't want to look at it. Right? I think sometimes if we were honest, just scroll social media, see what people saying, hear all of this stuff, like look at this bone and look at this and look. I don't want to look at it. He said, no, I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it. And then after he looks at it, Spirit of the Lord says, so do you think I can still make a move? You know, sometimes I could look, I could look at someone's marriage. Sometimes I could look at, you know, we we have our freedom night starting again next week, and sometimes people will tell me, Pastor Micah, he did, and she did, and they went. Sometimes if we were honest, we could look, I could do it in my own life, we could look at all of this. And in the natural, in the natural, there is no way when the odds are stacked against you and I, there is no way we could look at this. But the Bible says that you and I live and walk by faith. He says, can these bones live? I wonder today, what in your life? Are you being faced with that exact same question? Can it live? Can it be resurrected? Can it make a comeback? Maybe it's your ministry. Maybe it is your marriage. Maybe it is your monies and your business. I I don't know what it is today, but, but I just want to encourage you that no different than Ezekiel 37, we all have moments where we're like, God, there's no way you can save them. There's no way you can turn it around. God, it's impossible, whether it's 200 churches a week or anything else. Can God make a move? And he answers and he said, oh Lord, you know. 
Oh Lord, you know. And God tells him, the Spirit of the Lord tells him, I want you to hear the word of the Lord and I want you to prophesy to these bones. It is so easy for you and I to listen to the wrong things. It's easy to look at the wrong things. No wonder he says, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. I, I, was, I was, being, was being a little extreme earlier when I was saying, does he say hear Facebook or Instagram or Twitter? But I just wanted you to understand how easy it is for all of us to hear the wrong things. He says here, hear the word of the Lord. Because I could get really caught up in looking at the dry bones. How about you? That, that I, could, I could be focused on the dry bones and not realize. On the other hand, God can give deliverance. I could really easy, could really easily look at the valley. You bring me out to the middle to show me this, could look at the valley and not see the victory. Maybe someone today, you're in your own middle. Do you realize in that middle, Chelsea, the Bible says when the sound and the rattle showed up, the bones start coming together, in the middle was a miracle. What if today you're so wrapped up in the middle that you're almost missing God saying, but I could give you a miracle right now. I could give you a miracle right now. He said, prophesy, prophesy. Hear the word of the Lord, prophesy. Hear the word of the Lord, prophesy. Hear the word of the Lord, prophesy. I think life right now can be full of hearing problems. We joke about four or five on a couch, but life can be full of hearing about problems. But he tells them, okay, you've looked at the problems long enough. You've observed the problems long enough. Now I want you to prophesy. And I want you to begin to speak the word of the Lord. The Bible said in that moment there came, there came a sound, came breath. So we get ready to pray. I would love nothing more than for what happened in this vision in the valley to happen for you today. I would love for the breath of God to show up. Often the breath of God, Amy, is going to be represented by the Spirit of God. Spirit of God. We see the same thing in Acts chapter 2. So here in Ezekiel 37, we have a sound and we have breath or spirit. Acts 2, we have a sound from heaven and then we have breath spirit. What if today on January 10th, in your middle of nowhere, your middle of nowhere, what if the breath of God, the Spirit of God showed up for you today? We sang it earlier, that that song, those lyrics would actually become your reality right now. That this resurrection of God, this spirit of God, this life of God is coming for you today. I just wonder, I wonder who's in the middle. I wonder who needs a miracle in the middle. Some of you, I, I can't, you know, I joke about when I have my glasses on, I can't see far, it's true. 
If I put my glasses on, Craig, to be totally honest with this headset, I feel like they always sit sideways. And I'm like, I don't want to preach with sideways glasses. I said, I put them on. Anyway, sorry, it's true. I'd be like seeing like one eye, I'm like, anyway. So sometimes I have to come down here to see who's even here. I just wonder today, I just wonder today who's in the middle. Is that you, Zach? Zach, just wave your hand. Zach's the one who posted last night about midlife. I didn't see you earlier. All right. How old are you? 41. Wow, I think I'm definitely there or past. I thought you were way older than 41. That's, well, hey, hey, I, Jen, I did that just for you. Jen, I did it just for you. That was good, wasn't it? Huh? We're actually joining our worship team, so you'll see more of them. I just wonder today who's in the middle, like for real. Maybe you can't, you can't just divulge all the details, but you are really in the middle of a tough time right now. I just prayed for Billy over here in the second row between services. Billy's daughter just died this morning. Her son died two years ago. She wept in the hallway in the back office, right here on my shoulder, wept for probably five minutes. So if I started with Billy over here, Billy could tell you what she's in the middle of. Like I actually told her, Billy, most people wouldn't even come to church in a moment like that. There's people who don't come to church for a lot, lot less. She told me, she's like, I need to be here. If I was to work from Billy and just begin to work my way across the room, some people could say, well, I'm in the middle of this on my job, or I'm in the middle of this, Pastor Desiree, and doctor's appointments, and your mom. And I think if we just went chair to chair, row to row, there's a lot of people who could say what they're in the middle of. I just want to remind you today, God's still in the middle. I want to remind you today, God's still in the middle. Everyone in the natural may focus on the start and the finish, but even when he told us in Scripture, he didn't just say, I'm the same yesterday and forever. He said, I'm the same yesterday, like right now. John in the middle. I'm the same then. I don't know who needs to hear this today. Who needs to hear this today? But there really is mercy in the middle. There really is miracles in the middle. I know when you look at that, you could be thinking, Pastor Micah, there's no way. Well, there is a way. And his name is Jesus. He said, I am the way. Come on, story side. I feel the Holy Spirit for someone today. There is a way. So you close your eyes and just give me the honor and the opportunity to pray for you right now. I want you to think about your middle. I want you to think about what's going on in the middle. Whether it is grieving, whether it is that stress, whether it is the uncertainty, whether it is that relationship, I want you to think about what the middle means to you. I want you to realize that the enemy would love nothing more than for you to think that God's not in the middle. 
The enemy would love nothing more than for, for you to think today that God doesn't care, God's not concerned with the circumstances happening in your life right now. In this moment, in this moment for your middle, I want to declare over you, not prophesying to a valley of dead bones, but I do want to declare over your life right now. I want to speak over your situation right now that he's God of today. He's God of today. I want to ask the Holy Spirit to work its way through every row and every chair, every phone, every screen. I want someone to believe he can show up in their middle today. I don't know what you need from God. For some of you, you may need forgiveness of sin. You may need for him to be your savior. He can forgive you today. When you repent, when you turn your life around, when you follow God, you say, I need you to be my savior. I need you to be, be, be the Lord of my life. I believe he'll hear your prayer right now. Maybe for someone else, you need peace. You know you've had a crazy week. You know, you, you know you've had a roller coaster of emotions and you need the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace to show up for you today. Maybe for someone else you need, like I quoted out of Psalm 51, you need the restoration of joy. Joy. Restore unto me the joy. Maybe for others, you know when I talk about were on fire, they were excited, they were passionate, but you could almost put yourself in, into the Revelation Scripture where you have just fallen from your first love some. You know it's not like it once was. And you're saying, God, I want it back. I want it back in my life. I want the excitement back. I want the passion back. I want the fire back. I want my first love back. God, I feel the Holy Spirit even as I'm praying right now. But in this holy moment, you just want to raise a hand, not, not just for me, but raise a hand and keep it up for God. If you have that middle in your mind, if you can think of what it is where you're saying, God, will you show up today there? Will, will, you, will you show up in that moment? Just raise your hand right now. Let me pray for you. Once you have your middle in mind, hands are going up all over the room. Once you have it there, I want to pray. I want to pray for you today that you'll really believe he's in the middle. Hands are still going up. I pray right now for every person in the room and online. I pray that you would show up in the middle today. I pray that you would be what they need you to be right now, God. For that person who's saying, God, I really do need forgiveness. I need that peace and joy. I need that vision to come back. I need that restoration and renewal. Hear their prayer today. Just as I'm praying, I see several people just in the first few rows that are crying, so I just want to pause in this moment with eyes closed all over. Let's not miss this moment right now. Let's not miss this moment. Will you just tell them, show up in the middle for me? Will you say that? Show up in the middle. 
show up in the middle. I, I'm, I'm not denying the fact that there's, there's very, very dry bones in your valley. I'm not denying that. You say, you don't know how strained the relationship is with my spouse or how strained it is with my son or daughter or how, you don't know how difficult it is right now in this dilemma, Pastor Micah. I am not denying. I'm not denying how dry the bones are in the valley. I'm just saying to someone, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord today. Let the spirit of God blow over that situation today, the breath of God. Some of you even right now that are just wiping tears, would you just put your hand on your heart right now? Please, just eyes closed all over the room, but for those of you that are having a God moment, just put your hand on your heart. Would you just tell them, let your spirit breathe on me today. Let your spirit breathe on me today. Bring it back to life. Bring it back to life. Bring that spirituality back to life. Bring that passion back to life. Bring that purpose back to life. God, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. We speak life over our children. We speak life over our teenagers. We speak life over the body of Christ. Churches, buildings closing. God, we speak life and revival and renewal in this nation. We speak life today. Come on, wind of God. Come on, Acts chapter number 2. Let there be a sound. Let there be a sound. And I pray these prayers. I pray these prayers today in Jesus' name. Amen. Story side, can we stand all over the room today? If you're physically able, would you just lift your hands up to heaven and sing this song out? Would you tell him, touch me again today? Come on, breath of God. Come on, Spirit of God. My heart wants it today. My heart wants it today, Jesus. Make it your prayer, all I want, all I want. Be undone by who you In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, tell them today, I will open up again. 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 I will open up again, Jesus. I will open up again, Jesus. We're going to continue singing this song, but I want to give you the opportunity. I know it's a bold move. I know it takes a step of faith. But if today you are determined for some things that have got lax in your life, maybe dry in your life, you would say, you know what? I want to make a bold move in 2021 that it's coming back to life. It's coming back to life as we're singing. If that's you and you want to step out and come to the front, you can space out. But I just feel to challenge someone. We did not do this in other services. But if you're serious and you say, you know what, God, I want to make a step and come to the front. I want life to come back. I want passion to come back. I, I want to give you that opportunity today. If you want to take that step and say, God, resurrect it. Resurrect it in my life today. 
Bring it back and restore it in my life, Jesus. Thank you for coming. If there's someone that feels that way today, come on, raise your hands up in the air and say, God, I want it back in my life. I want it back in my life, God. I will open up again. I will open up again. I will open up again. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you for touching her today. That call of God, that passion of God, all the way back to the internship, all the way back to Lexington Bible studies. I pray the passion of God and the fire of God would be stirred up right now. The call of God would be stirred up right now, even in this moment. Even in this moment, Jesus. Even in this moment, Father, in the name of Jesus, will you just raise your hands up? Father, in the, yep, don't be afraid to let those tears flow. Don't be afraid. Come on, just let them flow. Raise your hands up to God and say, God, I reach out to you right now. Have your way. We're singing it, but tell them, have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. In Jesus' name, every tear, every tear right now, let it speak to heaven. Come on, let it talk. Let your heart talk to God today. Have your way in me now. Come on, tell them today's story side. I'll open up my heart to you. Touch the Sanders today. In Jesus' name. Touch Billy today. Touch Tammy today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Touch Amy today. Touch Amanda today. Touch Nina today. Touch Michelle today. Touch Rick today. Touch James today in the name of Jesus. Come on, story side, all over the room. Would you raise your hands up? Tell them. I open up my heart. I open up my heart to you, Jesus. I open up my heart to you In the name of Jesus. God, I feel the Holy Spirit today. I feel the Holy Spirit today. I open up my heart. 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 I open up my heart to you today, Jesus. Touch the McKees today. Touch the thrushes today. Touch the porters today. The overholds today. The family today, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I open up my heart. I open up my heart. I open up my heart. I open up my heart to you today, Jesus. I open up my heart to you today, Jesus. God, I thank you for restoring and renewing and refreshing today. we speak life today we speak life today we speak life over your church we speak life over the body of Christ we speak life in our families we speak life today hear the word of the Lord 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 I speak life today. I speak life today.
I speak life over ministries and callings and purpose. Resurrect them today. Let someone have a comeback in 2021. Let some interns have a comeback in 2021. Let some relationships have a comeback in 2021. Let churches have a comeback in 2021. Let someone's worship, let their praise, let it have a comeback in 2021. Let someone's prayer life have a comeback in 2021. Let someone's relationship with you, not religion, the relationship with you have a comeback in 2021. I pray these prayers in Jesus' name. I pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Show up in the middle. Give someone a miracle in the middle. Show someone mercy in the middle. Do it, Jesus. Do it, Jesus. Would you just take a moment to tell him how much you love him? Come on, just let it come out of your mouth. Tell him, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I'm glad you don't leave me in the middle. Will you tell him, I'm glad you don't leave me in the middle? glad you don't leave me in the middle of nowhere. Thank you for being a God that still shows up in the middle. Thank you for being a God of the middle. Thank you, Jesus. Revive us. Revive us, Lord. Revive us, O oh Lord. I speak life over Richland County. I speak life over Knox County, Morrow County, Wayne County, Ashland County. I speak life over Ohio. I speak life over this nation, over North America. For God so loved the world, the world. I speak life. I thank you in advance for salvations. I thank you in advance for people that are going to give their life to Christ. I thank you in advance for miracles and signs and wonders. I thank you in advance for provision. I thank you in advance. Thank you for going before us, God. I didn't just wander into a valley. Your spirit led me into the valley. I thank you in advance. If God be for us, if God be for us, who can be against us? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All I want is to live within your love. Be undone by who you are. My desire, my desire, my desire. How many have that desire today? Here at the front, all the way to the back. My desire is the need.
Can we sing it again a lot more? To be undone by who you are. One more time, all I want.